0: Do you feel like you've had a bit of a pivot in your business lately? Hi, I'm Candace, and over the last six months, I spent 300 hours talking to clients in eight different countries. I asked the question, how can I serve them even more? And the Align Your Business Summit was born. I handpicked 16 powerful heart centered business entrepreneurs, conscious leaders, and visionaries to help support you in your pivot with their wisdom and lots of free gifts. Please join me for the next 16 days here on the intuitive business podcast for your first step to move into the next level of you. Speaking of steps, step number two is sign up for my free gift of a live group Akashic Record Reading. All you have to do is go to bit.ly forward slash align summit to sign up for emails that will lead you to your free gift, a live group Akashic Record Reading where you too can ask questions from the wisdom of your soul. See you there. Hi everybody. And I'm so, so excited today to introduce you to a friend of mine and a colleague, Bryna Haynes. Say, Hey, Bryna. (laughs) Hey, hi everyone. So I'm going to read her introduction and then we are totally going to have fun with, with today's interview. So Bryna Haynes, she is an international speaker a philosopher, a way maker, a retreat leader, a coach, an award-winning, best-selling author. She is the founder of Choose Your Evolution and the creator of Quantum, the Quantum Evolution System. She helps conscious entrepreneurs, leaders, and influencers navigate inner growth and overcome old, old ways of being so that they can step into their biggest visions in the most intentional ways possible. So welcome. How about that for an introduction?
1: Oh my goodness. Thank you, Candy. I'm happy to be here.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to jump right off of your last word, intention, because I truly believe you are one of those magical manifestors of our world. So I want people to understand the importance of intention and setting that intention in their business.
1: So intention is the key to everything. It's, it's the, it's the key that unlocks everything that you want in your life. And so a lot of times what happens in our lives and in our businesses is that we start off with this kind of vague idea of where we're going, and then we end up in a situation where we're reacting to whatever comes at us, right? So, um, so it's I kind of describe this as um, not having an intention and just having a direction is like, hey guys, I'm going north. Well where north are you going oh i don't know i'm just gonna go north i'm gonna go north and see what happens and then when you when you come across a mountain range you're diverted and when you come across a stream you're diverted and when you know you get charged by a herd of wild buffalo you're diverted and suddenly you don't even know where north is let alone why you're going there
0: where we have a pandemic
1: <laughs> yeah we have yeah we have COVID 19 and 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 the world falling apart and suddenly we don't know where we're going Um, and what an intention is, is it's, it's like, it's like a GPS system for your life, right? You don't have to know exactly, exactly how to get to where you're going, but it truly is like the North star, right? And so when you come to that mountain range, instead of going around and being distracted, you figure out a way to go through it or under it or over it, right? When you you come to a stream, you figure out how to build a bridge, right? Because your intention is pulling you in a very particular direction and you're not going to get sidetracked by all the stuff that life is throwing at you. So there's correlations to this in the way that our brains work as well, because what we tell our brains to prioritize, they will. And so if we go into our day or our life or our business or a season or quarter one or pandemic with, with only a very vague idea of, of what we wanna create or, um, or, or sort of this, this, this big picture overview, but not a solid um, idea or vision that we can connect to, we get distracted, we get turned around, and we lose our way, and then we end up frustrated, right? And what happens when when we get into that state is that all of the information that's coming at us every day, we don't know how to prioritize or process it, and so that leads to distraction. That can lead to uh, feelings of anxiety. It can lead to feelings of directionlessness. It can lead to feelings of disempowerment right? Because we don't know what to do with what's coming at us and we don't know how to place it. This is the most important part, how to, how to place it in context and perspective with our choices and direction for our lives. So intention is really about getting very, very, very clear on what we want and then telling our brains to prioritize that over and above everything else that's happening. So, um, so what this looks like in practice, right, is, um, is a a really, really good example is like how watching how different people, um, dealt with all of the, uh, the changes that happened this year, right? Right. And I think what we can say, and this is a generalization, but I think what we can say is that when people found a very clear intention about how they wanted to be in their business, in their lives, it became easier to navigate some of the challenges that we've had with with COVID, with lockdowns, with economic changes, business changes. Right? When we were sure about what we wanted to create, Everything else, the choices became much clearer. And the ways of being that we needed to embody became much clearer. And that's what intention does, is it simplifies our choices.
0: Excellent. Oh, i just love to hear about the power of an intention. So today, um, Bryna and I both practice what we preach. So what did we do before we started, Bryna? (laughs) We we set an
1: intention.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so that we could be in our focus, like where we wanted to go. So I am, um, this is my opportunity to speak to somebody <laughs> that we can kind of spiritually geek out a little bit. So the next thing I wanted to just a little bit, maybe a little <laughs> bit. So hold on to your seats. So let's go right there. Let's go there to quantum connection.
1: Oh yes. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely. So let's talk about the system that you um, that you trademarked?
1: Yeah. So quantum evolution is a really simple process. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it's a really simple process that, that I created to help people step into their visions in small, practical daily ways, because, As we all know, it's one thing to have a really big vision and a a big picture about where we want to go and who we want to become. And it's another thing to bridge that gap. And, um, and I think that when we have a reference point and a simple system for assessing our decisions from day to day and from moment to moment, we become much more likely to make the small incremental evolutionary changes that will add up to big progress, and uh, I, I, you know, as as most of us do, I created this because I needed it because I had this I had this big this big vision and this big feeling about who and what I wanted to become, and I had no bloody idea how to create that or get there, and. Um, and so I started asking these questions, and these are part of the quantum evolution formula. It's like, what do I actually want? Like, I have this sort of vague idea that you know, I'd like to be on a stage, maybe I don't know. I'd like to, you know, talk and you know, help people by talking. What does that look like, right? You know, very vague, very very vague. And um, okay, so so what do I really want? And what do I really connect to? And, you know, what, what do I really want to bring into the world? And when I started asking these questions, it became so clear, like, oh, well, I, I want to talk about, about consciousness and personal evolution and like, duh. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was literally like that. But until I asked the questions, I had no real idea. And so it's about, it's about really getting clear about what you want and then every time you have to make a choice asking yourself questions like what version of me can have what i want and what would she do right now right it's about creating the version of yourself who can receive and embody all the things you want and then literally acting as if, we hear about that in manifestation all the time, right? Well, just act as if, right? What does that mean? It means pretend to be the version of you who can have what you want and make decisions from that place because the current you doesn't have what you want because you're not quite aligned with it yet. So um, so making decisions from the place of being the version of you who embodies what you want, right? The version of me who is, um, you know, the questions I would ask, right? The, the, the version of me who's speaking on stages and 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 owning the ideas that she has and that she's created. Well, what would she do right now? Well, she wouldn't hide in the back of the room during a networking event, right? It's like little decisions like that, right? Well, she wouldn't be afraid to make that cold call or, or she wouldn't be afraid to, to speak up In a a powerful group of people, and she would trust that your ideas had value, right? All of these things that I was not doing because I was afraid, because I was playing small, right? Um, And trust me when I say I'm still in evolution around all of this. Like I'm not preaching from the top of a mountain here. I do this every single day. What version of me has what I want? Okay, I have to, you know, overcome myself and do that because we all. Have this comfort zone that we get very attached to, right? And so overcoming the comfort zone is a big part of this, but we do it not with the big, the big leaps. It's the tiny daily decisions. Do I speak at the networking meeting, or do I hang out with my wine in the back of the room? do i do I speak up during a meeting, or do I just take notes? Do I, um, you know, do i I offer, this thing that i created to someone who I know it would serve, or do I wait for them to come to me? Right. And there's nothing wrong with any of those decisions, but one is going to be aligned with who you want to be and one is not. So the quantum evolution system is really just about being the version of you who can actually have what you want. And it's it's a very, very simple series of questions that I prescribe to people to help with their daily decision making.
0: And at the end, we'll give them a, is that the the gift? Um. Well, it's, it's part of the gift. Okay. Of the gift yeah. <laughs> I'm like the kid that wants to open the Christmas gifts <laughs> before Christmas. It's like, oh. <laughs> so I love what you're saying about this because I do think it's so powerful. I want to go backwards just a little bit because one thing I don't think you're doing is giving yourself enough credit because people don't know where you were and where you came from. So I'm just going to tell them a little snippet of how we met and who you are were then. <laughs> um, and, and then I'll let you fill in like whatever you want. So um, I don't know, has it been five years since we met? I at think least? so. Yeah. And um, we met at a at a mutual event. Actually, Jeannie Spiro is also on this. So I feel like all of a sudden there's nepotism happening because Donna oh, was-
1: all, all roads, all roads lead to Jeannie. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> all roads right? lead to Jeannie.
0: <laughs> So anyways, I had this book in my head that I really wanted to get out to the world. And there were 88 other women and Bryna happened to be at this event. And she described herself back then as Um, like an editor and I I don't know how all the fancy words of publisher, but she, all that I knew in that moment is she had the goods about creating a book that I, I needed. So I'm like booking over to see her. Now, Bryna looked a little different back then too. She had, she was in a different stage of her life and she she looked a little bit rebellious, right? You you had boots on, and you were, you know, like the army type boots. And you know, look at all this feminine flow happening over here now. So oh, I still wear the
1: army boots. Don't show get.
0: Me I mean, they're so hot, really. <laughs> <laughs> everybody should. Everybody should have a pair. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, over the last five years, I've seen this woman grow so much, and that's the part why I wanted to so much to invite her on that. I'm getting emotional about this is because of her personal evolution. And the other thing I didn't know then, as she, you were pregnant. Yes. <laughs> you had a little bump, but nobody knew about the little bump yet. <laughs> so those are the two things that were happening and she was doing something different that probably brought a lot of joy, but something was about to change for her. And so there was this personal evolution I got to see happen. And now this is the new Brina. So I just wanted to preface this, that I hope you didn't mind and fill in the blanks if I didn't do a very good job of, you know, uh, giving everybody a pre-frame of you were here and then you went here. You completely changed your business like that. Like she had a very successful business. So talk to us a little bit about your pivot.
1: Well, I think this is where intention comes in as well. So, um, yeah. So when we met, I was, uh, I was running my business, the heart of writing, which was very successful. I was, uh, I was an editor, ghostwriter, book coach, working with inspirational authors, I was the, uh, the editor in chief for Inspired Living Publishing. I was, I was, I was it was amazing. And that business had been built um, starting in, oh my gosh, when did I start that business, 2006? Um, because at that point I was a hairdresser and I was working in a salon in Providence, Rhode Island. And I decided that that was not stimulating my mind enough. So I dropped everything and, and hung a sign on my door that said editor and started writing business. Um, <laughs> and uh and that that writing business evolved um so organically and it really was a process of um of me setting like really vague intentions and just seeing what happened now what happened was magical because i ended up connecting with amazing people um and uh and and really creating this business that focused on on female written inspirational books um, which was totally an accident. Like when I started that business, I thought I was going to write for a yoga journal. And, um, and, you know, I was gonna like, I don't even know, I was going more into journalism. And then I, I ended up taking these jobs that led me into something completely different. And, um, and so it was almost 12 years into that, I have this really amazing business that I never had to advertise for, it was all referral based. And I'm completely miserable. I'm like, Okay, what is going on? What is going on? Um, And I I went on a trip with my family and you know we spent a month in Ireland because my, my husband often has winters off because he's a gondolier. Um like Venetian I'll say gondolas. that
0: slowly and again because yeah. then you do hear what he does. <laughs> my husband is a gondolier,
1: like Venetian gondolas. He has a business in Providence where he rows people around all day and sings to them in
0: Italian, which is amazing. Oh, and uh, he's amazing, let me just say. Yeah. No, he is. He is beautiful absolutely. inside and out, just like you. <laughs> he's the happiest
1: man in the world i married the happiest man in the world which is a huge part of my evolution i have to say because um no matter what um i have had through him um unconditional support for my evolution and my choices and um since we've been together which we got together in 2011. Um, that was when my life really started to change because I went from having this, um, you know, this, this very challenging codependent relationship history, um, to having someone who was basically like, I believe in you go fly. And I was like, ah! I was broke up with him five times that first year. It was so uncomfortable to be with someone who knew how to love unconditionally that I was like, no, right. <laughs> um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny. Um, He refers to the first breakup as uh, the three dark days until I couldn't stand it anymore. And I finally called him. (laughs) So we have all these, all these jokes about it now, but the truth was it was, it was the the catalyst for a real evolution inside. And then, you know, 2018 comes and we're, we're on this family trip in Ireland and, um, and I'm like, i I don't i don't know what to do i have this business that's amazing and and i'm not inspired and i feel trapped and and i'm like what is going on like what's wrong with me right you know we always ask those kinds of questions when it's like but it's it's good enough right like we shouldn't we shouldn't feel like we want more because what we have is amazing but there's still something inside us that's calling us towards something bigger and i think a lot of us get to that place and without intention right without a clear intention we stay in the swirl of oh it's okay it's good enough you know i have no right to complain other people have so much worse than i do like we get in that that cycle and what pulls us out of that and lets us follow the call that's inside us is intention right and so getting clear Um, and it didn't happen right away. I was expecting to go to Ireland and commune with the fairies and like all the inspiration would come and then like life would change. Here we go. Here we go. Commune with the fairies. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, by the way, just to be clear, everyone, um, I do a lot of neuroscience based work. I also have a dragon as a spirit animal, which Candy will tell you about in a little while. Um, and I, you know, I commune with fairies in Ireland and, and you know all the things. So yeah, that's me. Contradictions. Um, So I was expecting, and I think many of us do expect when we, when we make a decision that we're going to open ourselves to more, we expect like instantly, you know, angels are singing and light is streaming down and it's like, "Ah," right? No, (laughs) nope three weeks in, I got nothing. And I end up on the phone with a good friend of mine. And I'm like, oh, what, am, what am I going to do? Like, I'm, I'm feeling trapped. I'm feeling angry for no reason. In my mind, there was no reason. Um, I, I don't know what to do. And her words changed my life. She's like, what if you just did what made you happy? Ooh. What, what makes me happy? I don't don't know what makes me happy. I've been doing what, what serves other, like we're always told in conscious business that it's about service. Right. And, um, I had no idea what made me happy because I never asked that question. So, um, so, you know, it was all always about serve, 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 which is great, but without that inner tether to like, what serves me, right. What makes me happy. um, I was without intention. I was a little bit directionless, so I took her words to heart, and uh, you know we had we had a great conversation that involved lots of swearing and teenage meltdowns and commiseration. And you know she's she's awesome. That's my friend Alicia. She changed <laughs> the day as she always does. And I, when we got back to the states, I was like, oh, what makes me happy? What makes me happy? What makes me happy? And um, and what it came down to was conversations like this, right? where where there's an idea exchange and that was a big part of what made me happy with books right is the idea exchange it was all the it was all the details that i struggled with um, and that felt like they were weighing me down so so i finally got this intention about starting a business that relied on ideas and not technicalities and uh and from there it was it was a series of questions about okay what version of me has what I want? Well, I I had a big learning curve, a really big learning curve. I had to I had to reframe my introversion. I had to reframe my self-worth. I'm still working on that one. Um, I had to I had to reframe my my visibility. I had to reframe my, um, my, my delivery and my value. I had a huge learning curve just technically, you know, starting a business where I it's ideas focused and conversation focused. Right. Um, but what really saw me through that was having that strong intention and understanding that in order to have what I wanted, I had to be different. Because if I was in a place where I could attract everything that I wanted, I would already have it. And so there was something in me that needed to shift in order for me to feel fulfilled, in order for me to feel um, the valued in the way I wanted to be valued. Because I, I, was, I was being valued, but I wasn't receiving it in the way that I wanted and needed to receive it. So something in me had to shift. And it was that it was that next tier of personal responsibility that ripped everything open. Um, I won't say it was easy. It definitely was not. Candy has probably seen me uh, break down more times in the last year or two than than most people.
0: <laughs> I don't oh God. I got oh you. God. I got she, you <laughs> got my back this woman. I do she got my back
1: through everything. I, I'm so grateful for you.
0: Um, but it but
1: it all comes down to actually understanding what we want beyond the superficial, right? Because it's, it's not a question of, you know, oh, I, I want a new car or I want X number of dollars in income or even I want to be on a stage. Why? Why do we want these things? and when we understand how to get into a deeper perspective about what we want we understand much more clearly who we need to become to get it
0: <sighs> just take all that in for a moment so that's so beautiful you know <laughs> you know i i just heard an insight while you were talking did you see me like feverishly I did writing? i did yeah <laughs> i heard that the next thing Your next idea project is to be able to write a book right where you started about what if you did, what makes you happy? The power of intention in your life. (laughs)
1: I will definitely take that under advisement. Um, actually, there's there's been a book brewing for a little while. I feel um, it. Like,
0: I feel it. I feel it in your energy field. And that's why I was like, oh yeah, like changing her identity, being different, ideas-based business, like the quantum evolution of you. Like, I'm feeling into this book. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for validating that. Um so should we give people some ideas about how to use intention because I yeah, feel like yeah please this is so more juicy
0: stuff yes please yeah. <laughs> so um
1: so so I just received right from you a, a piece of intention right so we can use this as a perfect example so many people have an intention or, or an idea, let's let's call it an idea because it's a little different, that they want to write a book, right? How many people have this idea? I bet you, you know, everyone who's listening is like raising their hand right now. I have book ideas, yeah, totally, right? The reason that only 3% of authors actually finish their books is not because they have nothing to say. It's because they haven't quite realized how to become the versions of themselves who can tackle with confidence and continuity, that kind of a project, right? It's how many, how many of us wanted to be rock stars growing up? I don't know. Maybe that was just me. You know, I, I made a living for a little while playing coffee shops in Atlanta after a while. I got really tired of ramen noodles, but it was more than that. Cause, it, cause I, I definitely was like, you know, uh struggling to survive at that point but the reason that i didn't succeed at that um just like the reason that many people don't succeed when they start to write their books or um when they start projects that they're that they're excited about but really unclear about about what it's going to take is that i was not willing at 19 years old to be the version of me who could have what i wanted I was not willing to play years of shitty gigs for no pay. I was, I was not willing to believe in myself when other people didn't, right? I was still really looking for external validation at that point in my life. Um, you know, I was, I was not willing to, um, to do the schlep and, and, to, and to keep standing up in the face of that adversity over and over and over. I was not willing to do it. And so I gave up my dream. And, um, it wasn't that clear to me at that point that that was what I was doing. It was more like, "Oh, I guess the world doesn't want what I have to offer." And I, you know, pity party ensued, right for years. Um, <laughs> you know i'm I'm super good at the at the pity parties,, uh, you guys, if you haven't figured that out yet. That was a big part of of what I still have to try to overcome uh, in myself. But the fact is, could I have had what I wanted? Probably but I was not willing to be the version of myself who could have it. That happens with authors, right? They're not willing to discipline themselves enough to write every day. They're not willing to to write when it's uncomfortable. They're not willing to write when it's boring. They're not willing to write when they're distracted. It's like, I'm waiting for inspiration. We'll be waiting a long time because the version of us who has what we want needs to show up for what we want. Um, So where intention comes into this, is it's actually, it's, it's neuro hacking, right? So if we can start our day with real clarity about who we want to be that day and what we want to accomplish and not even like in terms of ticking off a to-do list, but what we want to prioritize, excuse me, what we want to prioritize and how we want to use our energy. When we set those intentions early in the day, we tell our brain that this is the important stuff that we're going to pay attention to today. And our brain through its various wonderful um, attention specific mechanisms, right? Um, will actually filter the information that, re- that we receive to align with what we have decided is important. So I've been noticing lately that I've been getting really distracted by the news. And I've broken my own law the last probably two months and opened my phone first thing in the morning. And when I am not really clear with myself about what I'm prioritizing, what I, what I want my brain to prioritize that day, the priorities will happen by default. And they'll often happen as a result of the first thing we think about, talk about or look at. Talk about or look at. Now, when that's the news, how does that set the intention for my day, right? We're going to set the energetic priorities for our day, whether we do it consciously or not. I want you guys to be aware of that, right? If I open my phone, I'm scrolling through Facebook first thing in the morning, and I'm like, oh, God, politics, and you know, and the world is falling apart, and we're having a resurgence of this of this virus and and pandemic, and what's going to happen? And, and if that's where my head goes first thing in the morning, that is what my brain will prioritize all day. And the thoughts that I have about what I've just experienced on my phone will set the intention for what I receive during the day. So if the first thing I feel is is fear or anxiety that's what's gonna be my priority throughout the day, is noticing things that will feed that, because I've told my brain that this feeling and this information is a priority, right? So this is why so many people, and and I I count myself in this, right? Um, When we get away from our morning practices, stuff goes down the tubes really fast, right? Really fast. <laughs> and, um, and so when we meditate first thing in the morning, when we journal first thing in the morning and, and not journaling like dumping all the thoughts in your head and, and continuing an existing narrative of fear or anxiety or depression or unhelpful stories, right? I, I got away from journaling myself many years ago because that's what I would do. I would write my, my unhelpful stories in my journal over and over and over. And it wasn't helping me release them, it was reconfirming them. So journaling has to be done in a really specific way, I think, I mean, everybody has their own ideas about this.
0: I Um, I totally
1: agree. In a really specific way so that it's very focused and we're answering powerful questions. Um, And we're training our brain through this this early morning writing exercise to focus on what we wanted to focus on. And so when we do that, we basically implant those priorities, and then magically—not really magically—but um, uh, but because our brains work the way they do, for the rest of the day, we are going to receive information, and our brain will prioritize information, possibilities, opportunities, etc., that align with what we decided was important. And this changes everything. So when we when we combine the sort of daily intention, right? Who do I want to be today? What do I want to receive today? What do I want to focus on today? With a a clear vision, like who do I want to be? What do I want to create in the world? What do I want my life to mean? Right? What impact do I want to have? When we combine these things, we start to empower ourselves to make better small daily choices so that If my intention is to change the world through my book and I get up every day and I I set a priority that says, I am going to receive and channel information that's going to be pertinent to this work. I'm going to um, prioritize my writing because that's what an author does, right? It might not be what I do in this moment, this version of me who I am right now, might not be comfortable prioritizing writing because i have you know two kids under six and i have many many things to do right we all have stuff to do but um but the version of me who has what i want who has a book to deliver to the world is going to sit her ass down and write and if i'm not and that that's the thing we start to become clear right we say we want all these things would i like to you know wear a size zero again like i did in my teens yeah Am I willing to do the work to get there? No. Like <laughs> <You know? laughs> let's be, Let's be honest. I am not willing to do what it takes to have that. And when we become clear about that, we can let it go. That no longer has to be a drain on my energy thinking that I should look a certain way or I should do a certain thing or I should have this priority. Am I willing to do what it takes to be that, to become that? If the answer is no, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Do something else. Right. So, um, so this work with intention and clarity helps us in so many ways, but the impact is that it shows us who and how to be every day in order to create more of what we want.
0: (sighs) Did you see me taking notes again? (laughs) what now? Neuro hacking for a chapter. (laughs) I'm sitting here writing her book.
1: (laughs) Well, I haven't started yet. So I'm really glad you have.
0: (laughs) But I can see your book. Like that's what I'm seeing. I I'm seeing a book coming about um, is it okay to share what I'm seeing? (laughs) Absolutely. This is news to me. So go for it. Yeah. (laughs) So so Brian and I, is it okay to say that, you know, we've connected, we've uh, connected through, you know, reading the Akashic records. And so uh, what, what's happening to me is, because her energy field is so easy. I'm seeing her book and it's a very seamless book. And some of the things that you already have are going to be incorporated in it. Um, very much as to the event that you had, um, putting that in as the platform, but then salt and peppering it with the beauty that we're talking about right now with intention, with neuro hacking, how to start your day. I can see it very clearly right now. And um it's it's not far from being birthed. So <laughs> good luck with that. Winter's oh, coming. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see her with her what glasses. How do you tell them how when you wrote, like how you write? Tell them what it looks like when you get in your like feverish writing. Oh my like, gosh. So <laughs>
1: It's, so that's for okay you who who, uh, who know anything about human design, um, I'm a manifester. and so I get my energy in huge waves, and there will be times when, and I haven't been able to do this since I since I've had kids, so it looks a little different. But when I first started my writing business, I would literally sit at my computer for forty hours straight. like no sleep, no break. I'd get up to pee or like get coffee. I mean, it was like it, I, I don't I don't even know what I was trying to do, um, but I would I would work until I had nothing left, and then I would take like three days off and then do it again, and um, and so yeah, when I when I get into some something that I'm really passionate about, I have endless energy for endless hours, and then I and then I crash. So yes, probably I will be like the like the the uh, crazy like tyrannosaurus like. <laughs>
0: and then, and then I will crash and then I'll come back and edit it. So. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just think about the fascination that people would have is, you know, your husband is a gondola, Singer and and business owner, and you guys take these magical journeys to um, Ireland and castles, and so it's really kind of I, I I'm I'm gonna be excited to read the book. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank so. you.
1: Oh my God, this is so funny because I I literally haven't talked about this idea um, yet, so. Um, it's been it's been brewing for a few weeks, but it's just so funny that 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 came through so clearly yeah. for you because it's 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 definitely been hovering, but I I don't take action until I get clarity. Like I don't have a full intention for the book yet, um, and uh, and so I I don't I don't take action until I have that clarity and I can I can feel like I'm aligning with something that's fully formed. Um, And I think that that's something that's actually really important for people to know, too, is that, um, you know, depending on your personal energy, your human design, your Enneagram type, like whatever, you may have different strategies for how you use your intention. And you need to create those based on who you know yourself to be and not what everyone else is saying about how you should do it. So, one of the things that, that I used to get so frustrated with as a student of consciousness and evolution and, um, and you know, behavior change and all of this is that everybody's got a formula and none of them worked for me. So, you know, and like for a while, um, you know, and, and I still contend with this every once in a while for for a little while. And, and there's always this period of like, I guess I just can't have what I want. Maybe I'm not special enough, blah, 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 blah. Like we all have the internal narrative, right? But chances are it's not because Other people's systems aren't working for you, that you're not getting what you want. All right. I want to be really, really clear about that. We need to understand ourselves before we can clear a unique pathway for our creative force and our creative ventures, right? So the way that I get clear about my intentions may not be the way that you get clear about your intentions right? Um, some people feel them in their body. Some people are very cerebral. Some people are very heart centered and need to connect to things emotionally. Right. Um, so what I like to do instead with my clients is I just ask questions, right? Because you already know you just haven't had an opportunity or uh, to, to put it together, right. In a way that feels cohesive for you. And so, um, so when it comes to, to intention to starting something, right? Exactly as we were just talking about, like my, my book's floating around up here, it's not solid, I can't connect to it. So I'm not gonna write a word until I have that. Because I know that if I start before I have that clarity, it's it's gonna feel futile. I'm not gonna like what I produce, and I'm gonna get frustrated and quit, right? So whatever you need to do to get clear about your intention right about what it is that you want just keep asking questions until you feel in your unique way that clarity who do i want to be what do i want to create what is coming through me what do i need to connect to what are my values what are my priorities right ask these questions and keep asking until you have an inner knowing of whatever variety is unique to you and then you can move forward right because you you can't just again just you know i'm going north guys i'm going north like north is not a destination right, to bring it back so um so you know it's 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 a process of finding out who we are as individuals and learning to create through our unique channels um, and understanding what constitutes our signal to either move forward or respond or um or the invitation that we're looking for right Um, whatever that is for us we need to also understand that in order to make the choices that will move us forward right if it's just you know if it's just north right that doesn't tell us who we need to become in order to align with what we want right what we need to shift where we need to lift our energy, um, the kinds of conversations that we need to have, and if we start without that, we will feel like we're wasting energy and spinning in circles. It's it's kind of inevitable. So um, so I think that um, you know for anybody who's who's like wishing for inspiration right now, um, be really curious about through the what through what channels you receive inspiration because it might not be the same as what other people get right so um yeah i think it's i think it's if that's an important kind of addendum to the um to the the intention piece is that if you don't know what your intentions are it's not time to move forward uh,
0: that's amen sister to all of that i truly believe that Karna, this was all so, so delightful. And I'm sure that people want to be able to contact you and to receive your free gift. So first of all, I want to ask, is there anything else that you were just really excited to share that I didn't either ask a question about or um, I just wanted to give you that opportunity? To oh, say thank something?
1: you. Um, no, I can't. I can't think of anything. I think it's just... I think it's just really important for all of us to remember, especially now, especially at this time in history, that we absolutely can create everything that we desire, but we need to find a way to connect strongly to our intention so that it can guide us. Because it's very, very easy to feel lost right now. And it may seem like your intention is not a priority, given the the changes and the shifts that are happening in the world, but it absolutely is. And uh, if you don't have a a destination that's a priority, a physical thing or a creation, then follow the feeling. How do you want to feel? Use that as your intention. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I want to just reinforce for everybody that you still have the power to create your life, and actually you have the duty right now. You have um, you have a kind of a, a, a celestial mandate to create your best life right now. Because if we're all just in this swirl of reaction, then we will not be able to build the world that we all we all know that we want and envision. So your work with your intention is the most important thing that you can be doing right now. And it's not selfish to want the joy, the abundance, the love, the prosperity, whatever it is that you're calling in, it is not selfish or unreasonable to focus primarily focus the majority of your energy on these things right now in fact that's how we save the world is we hold the highest vision for ourselves and everyone else and then we become who we need to be to hold that so yeah just wanted to through the global message
0: (laughs) and take that in your, in your heart, into your soul and talk about power of intention. So Brian, how are they going to get their gifts and get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. So my gift for you is called morning questions for manifestors. And it is a, um, it's a, it's a PDF that I created for you that has very targeted journaling questions for you to use in the morning. They'll only take you five to 10 minutes, but they will help set your intention and help you decide what version of yourself you're being every single day so that you can go use that, use that power in your mind, right. To, to really shift your focus and be aware of, (coughs) excuse me, my throat is like, keep closing. Um, To be aware of and focus on opportunities as they come. So uh, you can get that at Uh The link to download that is is literally right on my homepage. And uh, just grab your morning questions for manifestors and uh, and start doing those exercises in the morning. I think you'll notice a huge difference in your level of clarity, and you'll start to notice some really amazing synchronicities. People have told me that you know doing this work. They start to notice things that they hadn't noticed before. They start to receive signs from the universe. They start to have synchronicities and opportunities. It's all because you're training your brain about where to look. So,
0: and there you go. So go over to brianahadens.com. Is that what you said? That's right. (laughs) And grab your manifestor journal and enjoy your power of intention. Bryna, I would just like to thank you so much for being on our Align Your Business Summit. And I think we completed our intention. We're powerful (laughs) ladies here. (laughs) I love it.
1: Thank you, Candy. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Bryna. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to Candacehaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.